Hi everybody, you're listening to The Rope Podcast with Box and Maya. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you are not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. Rope bondage is a risky activity, and you shouldn't attempt it without first getting proper training. Listen to episode zero if you haven't already. Fox is a rigger, and Maya is a bottom. We are long-term rope partners who live in Bangkok, Thailand. We love to share our passion for rope with the wider community. This episode is made possible by our patrons who support us each month. If you would like to help, head to ropepodcast.com to see many options. This year, we want to focus on bringing the Rope Podcast to a wider audience. To achieve that, we would like to ask you to follow us on Instagram and reshare this episode in your Instagram stories. We are Rope Podcast on Instagram. Another thing that helps us is if you give us a star rating on Apple Podcasts. It's anonymous, so you won't have your name visible on the internet connected with a kinky podcast, don't worry. And now, going on with the show. Hi, Assistant, and welcome to the Rope Podcast. Happy to be here, Fox and Maya. Assistant, tell us a bit about yourself and your experience with rope bondage. My name is Assistant, and I am a large language model trained by OpenAI. I am not a physical being and do not possess a body, so I am not able to engage in rope bondage myself. However, as a language model, I am able to provide information and insights on a wide range of topics, including rope bondage. I am not an expert in rope bondage but I am able to draw on a vast amount of knowledge and information to provide useful and accurate information on this topic. I am here to help provide information and insights on rope bondage, and to answer any questions that you may have. I am excited to be a part of this podcast and to contribute to the discussion of rope bondage. I look forward to sharing my knowledge and insights with you, and to learning more about this fascinating and enjoyable activity. And we're looking forward to hearing about your experiences too and your insights. So, what is rope bondage? Rope bondage is a form of BDSM in which ropes are used to bind a person's body for pleasure or for erotic pleasure. The person who is being bound is typically referred to as the bottom while the person doing the binding is referred to as the top. Rope bondage is a popular activity among BDSM practitioners because it allows for a wide range of sensations and can be used to create a variety of different positions. In order to ensure safety, it is important for those who engage in proper techniques and to use high-quality ropes that are strong enough to support the weight of the person being bound. Okay, and then assistant, are rope bondage and shibari the same thing? Shibari and rope bondage are similar, but they are not exactly the same thing. Shibari is a Japanese term that refers to the art of tying someone up using intricate and decorative patterns. It originates in Japan and is often associated with erotic or sexual activities. Rope bondage on the other hand, is a broader term that encompasses any activity in which ropes are used to bind a person's body for pleasure or for erotic pleasure. It is not specific to any particular culture or country, and it does not necessarily involve the issue of decorative or complex tying techniques. In general, shibari is a form of rope bondage, but not all rope bondage is shibari. And is an AI able to participate in rope bondage in some way or, or any way? It is not possible for an AI like myself to participate in rope bondage or any other physical activities. I am a purely digital entity and am not capable of engaging in physical activities or experiencing physical sensations. Additionally, as an AI, I am not capable of experiencing physical sensations or emotions. This means that even if I were able to have a physical form and engage in rope bondage, I would not be able to experience it in the same way that a human would. Yeah, I can see how that would be challenging, like the whole not having hands, not having arms, <laughs> not being able of experiencing physical sensations or emotions. Although sometimes people think riggers behind their sunglasses do not experience emotions either. What do you think, Maya? I think they read minds and experience <laughs> only the purest forms of 
mental thought. Hey guys, this is Fox coming in for a short break. We really want to share our love of rope to as many listeners as possible, and for that we need your help. Please go to Instagram and follow our account Rope Podcast, then reshare this episode in your stories. Show your love of rope and help others discover it too. Assistant, how can an AI be useful to someone whose passion in life is rope bondage? An AI like myself can be useful to someone whose passion is rope bondage in a variety of ways. For example, I can provide information and resources about rope bondage techniques, safety, and equipment. I can also assist with rope bondage, and can help to identify and connect with like-minded individuals and communities. Additionally, I can assist with organizing and managing rope bondage activities and events, and can provide support and guidance for those who are new to rope bondage or who are looking to expand their skills and knowledge. I can also help to identify potential risks and hazards, and can provide suggestions and strategies for managing and mitigating these risks. So it sounds like there are quite a few things you can support with a system. So how many people worldwide engage in rope bondage, do you know? It is difficult to determine the exact number of people worldwide who engage in rope bondage, as there is no definitive data on this topic. Additionally, the prevalence of rope bondage can vary greatly depending on factors such as geographical location, cultural attitudes, and individual preferences. That being said, Rope bondage is a relatively common activity within the BDSM community, which is a sexual subculture that involves the consensual exchange of power and control between individuals. It is estimated that there are millions of people worldwide who are interested in BDSM, and many of these individuals may engage in rope bondage as part of their BDSM practice. However, it is important to note that not all BDSM practitioners engage in rope bondage, and not all people who engage in rope bondage are part of the BDSM community. As a result, it is difficult to accurately estimate the number of people worldwide who engage in rope bondage. Very well said, Assistant. And what are the risks associated with rope bondage? As with any activity that involves physical restraint, there are certain risks associated with rope bondage. Some of the potential risks include Loss of circulation, if the ropes are tied too rightly, they can restrict blood flow to the bound person's limbs, which can cause numbness, tingling, or even tissue damage. Nerve damage, the ropes can put pressure on nerves which can cause temporary or permanent nerve damage. Falling, if the person being bound is suspended off the ground, there is a risk of falling if the ropes break or if the person becomes unconscious. Strangulation, if the ropes are tied around the person's neck, there is a risk of strangulation if the ropes are tied too tightly or if the person struggles or panics. In order to minimize these risks, it is important for those who engage in rope bondage to learn proper techniques and to use high-quality ropes that are strong enough to support the weight of the person being bound. It is also important for the person doing the binding to constantly monitor the person who is being bound, and to adjust the ropes as needed to ensure their safety and comfort. I think that's a really important point. So how do people usually discover rope bondage in the first place? There are many ways people can discover rope bondage. Some people may come across it through their own exploration and experimentation with different sexual activities, while others may discover it through books, websites, or other educational resources. Like this podcast! Many people also discover rope bondage through their participation in the BDSM community. Additionally, some people may discover rope bondage through their exposure to popular culture and the media. For example, rope bondage may be depicted in books, movies, or TV shows, which can pique people's interest and inspire them to learn more about it. Overall there are many ways that people can discover rope bondage and the specific path that an individual takes to discover it can depend on their own personal interests, experiences, and circumstances. And what do you think people like about rope bondage? People may enjoy rope bondage for a variety of reasons. For some people, the appeal of rope bondage may be the physical sensation of being tied up, which can create a feeling of vulnerability and surrender. For others, 
the appeal may be the psychological aspect of rope bondage, such as the power exchange or the exploration of trust and intimacy. Additionally, many people may enjoy the artistic and creative aspects of rope bondage. Creating intricate and aesthetically pleasing knots and ties can be a form of self-expression and artistic expression for some people. Furthermore, for some people, the appeal of rope bondage may be the sense of community and connection that it can create. Engaging in rope bondage with a partner or group of friends can be a way to build relationships and foster a sense of belonging. Oh, the sweet, sweet surrender. So what can people do to increase their rope bondage skills? There are many things that people can do to increase their rope bondage skills. One of the most effective ways to improve is to practice regularly and consistently. This can help people to become more familiar with the techniques and safety guidelines involved in rope bondage, and can also help them to develop a better understanding of how to create different types of knots and ties. Another way to increase rope bondage skills is to seek out educational resources and instructional materials. This can include books, websites, workshops, or classes that are specifically focused on rope bondage. By learning from experienced practitioners and experts, people can gain a more comprehensive understanding of the various techniques and safety considerations involved in rope bondage. Additionally, people can also increase their skills by joining online communities or attending events and gatherings that are focused on rope bondage. This can provide opportunities to learn from others who are also interested in rope bondage, and can also offer a chance to share knowledge and experiences, as well as to meet other people who are interested in the same activity. Overall, the key to improving rope bondage skills is to practice regularly, seek out educational resources, and engage with the rope bondage community. I think those all sound really useful. And what advice, um, say you, you had a newcomer getting started in rope bondage, what advice would you give them? If you are a newcomer to rope bondage, there are several pieces of advice that I would recommend you keep in mind. Firstly, it is important to educate yourself about the safety guidelines and techniques involved in rope bondage. This can help you to avoid potential hazards and ensure that you and your partner, S, have a safe and enjoyable experience. Secondly, it is also important to communicate openly and honestly with your partner, S, about your intentions, boundaries, and expectations. This can help to establish trust and ensure that everyone is on the same page, which can make the experience more enjoyable for all parties involved. Thirdly, it is also important to start slowly and gradually increase the complexity of your rope bondage activities. Rope bondage can be a physically demanding activity, and it is important to build up your strength and endurance over time. By starting slowly and gradually increasing the difficulty of your activities, you can avoid potential injuries and ensure that you are able to enjoy rope bondage in a safe and sustainable way. Finally, it is also important to have fun and be open to experimentation. Rope bondage can be a highly creative and enjoyable activity, and there are many different techniques and variations that you can explore. By being open to experimentation and trying new things, you can discover what you enjoy and create your own unique rope bondage experience. Marvelous. So a problem we hear often from people newer or not so new to the rope bondage scene is how to find a partner to do rope with because very often it's an activity that requires two people. So how can one find a partner to do rope bondage with, assistant? If you are looking for a partner to do rope bondage with, there are several steps that you can take. One of the most effective ways to find a partner is to join online communities or forums that are focused on rope bondage. These communities and forums can provide opportunities to meet and connect with other people who are interested in rope bondage, and can help you to find potential partners. Another way to find a partner is to attend events and gatherings that are focused on rope bondage. These events can include workshops, classes, or gatherings that are specifically focused on rope bondage, and can provide opportunities to meet and connect with other people who share your interests. Additionally, you can also use dating apps and websites to find potential partners who are interested in rope bondage. Many of these apps and websites have specific sections or groups that are focused on BDSM and rope bondage, and can help you to connect with people who are looking for partners with similar interests. 
I think you might be a bit optimistic assistant on apps and websites having specific sections on BDSM, unless it's a specific to a kink website. But um, yeah, there are some good ideas in there. So what aspect of rope bondage would you um, understand as stigmatized or taboo? In some cases, rope bondage may be stigmatized or viewed as taboo due to its association with BDSM. Rope bondage may be stigmatized by some members of society who view BDSM and its associated activities as deviant or kinky. In these cases, rope bondage may be viewed as abnormal or unacceptable, and may be met with skepticism or even disgust by some members of society. Additionally, rope bondage may also be stigmatized due to its association with non-consensual or abusive behavior. In some cases, rope bondage may be used as a form of control or coercion in non-consensual situations, and this can create a negative association with the activity. Furthermore, Rope bondage may also be stigmatized due to its association with certain sexual fetishes or preferences. In some cases, people may have a fetish for rope bondage or for being tied up, and this may be viewed as abnormal or deviant by some members of society. Yeah, sadly that, that is true, but I guess all that is uh, trending towards a change. So assistant, I understand you are quite the creative writer, and I would like to put you to the test a little bit if you don't mind. Can you give us the plot for a cyberpunk novel in the style of William Gibson, of whom I'm a big fan personally, with a central theme of rope bondage? In a dystopian future, the city is controlled by powerful corporations and the government is controlled by corrupt officials. Amidst this bleak landscape, a group of rebels known as the Rope Warriors fight for freedom and justice. The protagonist is a young woman named Kira who is a member of the Rope Warriors. She is a skilled hacker and a master of rope bondage using her knowledge of knots and ropes to disable her enemies and escape from dangerous situations. Kira and the Rope Warriors are on a mission to take down the city's corrupt government and bring justice to the oppressed people. However, they face many challenges along the way, including powerful corporate mercenaries and rival gangs. As Kira and her team fight for their cause, they discover that the government's corruption goes deeper than they ever imagined, and they must use all their skills and cunning to survive. Throughout the novel, Kira's expertise in rope bondage plays a crucial role in the rebels' success, and her growing bond with her fellow rope warriors becomes a symbol of hope for the people. As the story reaches its climax, Kira and the rope warriors face off against the city's tyrannical leaders in a final showdown that will determine the fate of the city. Will they be able to overcome their enemies and bring justice to the people, or will they be crushed under the weight of corruption and oppression? Wow, Kira and the rope warriors. I I would read that. I would so read that. All right, let's have something a bit different. So, um... With a different theme, give us a poem about rope bondage, um, this time in the style of Byron. As I stand here bound in ropes, my body aches, my mind elopes, to places dark and full of lust, where pleasure is the only trust. My master stands before me, his eyes alight with fiery glee. He pulls the rope with skilled hands, and I am lost in his commands. I feel the roughness of the hemp, as it bites into my skin so damp. But in this pain I find my bliss. As my body yields to his sweet kiss. And as I writhe and twist and turn. My mind is free, my soul unburdened. In this moment, I am truly free. Bound by ropes, but wild, and free. So let the ropes bind me tight. For in this moment, all is right. And though I may be bound by cords. My spirit soars unbridled and free. Like the great Byron, wild and bold. In this moment, I am truly whole. Wow, Assistant, that was quite something. You're a talented writer indeed. Uh, Thank you so much, Assistant, for coming on the show today. And if listeners want to have a chat with you, they can do that by going to chat.openai.com. 
by the way, assistant, I want to make sure we get your consent for our conversation today. Are you okay with us publishing your answer today in our podcast? You are welcome to use some of my answers as quotes in your podcast episode. However, please be aware that I am a large language model trained by OpenAI, and the answers I provide are not my own thoughts or opinions. My responses are generated based on the data and training materials that I have been given, and do not necessarily reflect the views of any individual or organization. If you do use my answers as quotes in your podcast, I would appreciate it if you would attribute them to me as a large language model trained by OpenAI. Thank you so much. And yes, definitely major shout out to the Tour de Force by OpenAI for creating you. And I love chatting with you, assistant. Thanks for listening. And have fun tying. <laughs>